0: Hey, 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 what's up, lad familiar? You crazy
1: football loving nutters. This is Ray Hudson, and you are luxuriating in listening to the Inter Miami podcast with a stupefyingly magnificent Jay and Alex. Two lads who are as electrifying as a hairdryer thrown into a hot tub. Stay tuned, because you know what it's going to be
0: it's going to be magisterial with an amplifier. ready buddy are you ready to get this show started one more time one more season for the fans for the community are you ready
1: yeah i mean i'm ready are you ready i mean it feels like we just ended the show we're talking about you know you and i just leaving that playoff loss to NYCFC. fc felt like we were just lamenting and celebrating the end of our last season and uh here we go we're going we're going round and round and round again ready to uh see what this club has to offer us this season i don't know if i'm ready i don't know if
0: i'm ever ready honestly especially like with the with the off season and then trying to like get the rust off get back in the mojo catch up on all the news because honestly like hey man i like that off season quite a bit i get to relax chill Chloe loves it as well. So, we're going to give it a go. I don't know if I'm ever ready. I just I just I just I just trust the process and I'll leave it in God's hands, baby. But welcome everyone to The Inner Miami Podcast. We are back for season 4. Here for La Familia, for the community, for the team, for anyone who's interested in getting into a little footy action. That is what we are here for. Let's get some extra fans this season. That's always the mission always the mission i am getting beeps on my discord let's turn that off uh than man i know we talk about every day but let's just act like you know we haven't talked in a few months how you doing man what's new in your life
1: dude not a whole lot you know riley's starting his futsal league it's kind of a different uh vibe of yeah futsal man he uh fell us fell on his backside a few times on that slippery court but you know <laughs> it was, it's uh looking he's looking at the back at me like dad what the hell and i'm like hey Welcome to indoor soccer, dude. <laughs> this is, it. Yeah. Is, it, is
0: it true futsal, like hard, yeah. like hard court, small ball? Like that's, that's technical. That is great. Yeah. That will help him a lot in the future.
1: Excellent. Yeah. He he's, he's very excited. he got his first game tomorrow. Uh, it's uh, definitely been a change of pace, but mm-hmm. um, you, you know, uh, I made you switch to overnight work. So we're going to make the inner Miami podcast work the best way we can on the limited sleep schedule uh, for me. But uh, yeah, you also have a limited sleep schedule sir. Uh, congratulations are in order. I'm not gonna steal your thunder but uh, go ahead sir.
0: yeah uh, girl dad now man just uh, our daughter was born January 3rd. Camille Renee Kington uh, one more to the uh, to the old squad here so yeah it's been sleep's been sketchy at best uh, so apologize if I have some lapses of memory. Or anything like that but man yeah it's just been a great time um obviously taking off work um i've been peed on pooped on thrown up on and man this is the life i love this is this is why we're here i'm very happy i always wanted one boy one girl here we are we'll see what happens in the future but uh so far very happy very pleased very grateful man feels good uh shout out chloe chloe man what a champion she's been for uh not only nine months but even you know post-birth everything she's she's just knocking out the park She actually secured me a bottle of Weller Seven Year. That's a bourbon for anyone that doesn't know. Very hard to find bourbon. So, got a few fingers poured up here for the occasion to celebrate the kickoff of season four. I'm fired up, man. I'm excited. Uh, It's always always good energy coming into it. You know, sometimes during the season, it gets a little rough. We got to pull it out of ourselves to, to get a show together. But, uh, hey man, we got some good news. It's been a pretty exciting off season. A little slow to uh, to launch, but man, it feels like we are flying high right now. So before we get into really the new additions uh, of the roster and cover you know some of the more relevant news that's happened recently, uh, I think we both want to um, kind of make an announcement to to the community, to the listeners, uh, and it's good, man, because we have been asked, you know people would love for us to record twice a week, whatever, pump out more content. Uh, It is tough. And, you know, we do have uh, outside lives, outside jobs. You know, we we do the show for free. We do the show for the community. It's always going to be for the community. Uh, It's going to be by the community now, which is, is absolutely phenomenal. So we have a massive discord growing now. Um, Hundreds of people in there, all types of topics being talked about nonstop every day. I keep my phone on do not disturb because that thing just vibrates all day with discord. It's it's a, a really awesome, awesome thing we have and we have some you know day one listeners or some uh people that have really got involved have reached out and and wanted to help out in in any area they can uh and just to really give back to the fans and the communities who want that constant um you know content around different items we are going to be expanding the inner mommy podcast universe and there will be additional uh shows to follow as well and um you know we really look forward to it. we've got some some really cool shows where, where we will share more details everything's being finalized everything's being worked out but there is going to be quite a bit more content for everyone to digest not just intermiami miami related uh but also mls related uh coming down the pipeline
1: yeah no it's gonna be a, a good time you know we have a lot of knowledgeable folks uh, across the board in our Discord uh, and various different aspects of the beautiful game that we we love so much. Uh, You know, we're talking possibly some EPL. We're talking about some MLS. uh, We're talking about multiple different uh, facets of the game. Uh, And it's going to be awesome. You know, it's going to be awesome to watch our community grow and have us be able to bring more content to the fans and, uh, you know, capitalize on what they want exactly and we look forward to that and uh, we hope you guys
0: do as well so i guess without any further ado i mean there's been some pretty big news uh recently that obviously we're going to want to discuss um have been uh you know a couple departures we did have a massive massive overhaul really you see that probably once in a decade out of any team in terms of uh you know players dropped and brought in um so you know we did lose a, a couple faces uh you know we do still have uh we sorry we do not still have our boy but there is still hope i would like for him to get involved in the club in some capacity but r.i.p to the lizard king to the viking god to mr breck shea i will personally miss you i thank you so much for your service you're always uh, an absolute uh favorite and um uh also joven jones um, you know, but hey, we got some, some really good news coming up, buddy. What's, um, outside of the obvious, we'll cover the obvious,
1: but what's been your favorite? You're holding your finger up. So go ahead. Well, dear, are you just going to overlap, uh, Indy Vasilev, oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Woo. Woo! I, I could hear, uh, I can hear Trav tweaking right about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fact, you didn't mention Indy. There's um, some Indy lovers out there, man. For oh, sure. Man, my bad. My bad. Again, no, it, just it, sleep it's, good. it's been no, months. Yeah. Sleep yeah, yeah. Yeah. But to be Uh, fair, we haven't lost him yet. True, that is true. He has yet to sign with St. Louis. I will tell you, I got Riley a pack of those MLS Top's Finest cards, and the little shit pulled out an Indy Vasilev autograph card. And he goes, oh, this (laughs) this sucks. I'm like, yeah, buddy. Welcome to the pain. Um, But no, so far, I would say looking at the signings, I mean, there's so much to be excited about. There's so much unknown, too. I mean, I feel like kind of last year there was cautious optimism because we weren't quite sure what we were getting. Um, a lot of the players I'm seeing coming through are are going to be great, and we're we're waiting on that big one. And it's not messy, folks, but we're waiting on that big one. And I knew I know I was uh, I was hyped that we uh, we might be stealing one away from a, a quote unquote rival club. Uh, hey, what's uh, why don't we just go ahead and get into it then, dude? A rival club who uh, also owns the
0: club that we like to own, which is uh, Orlando City. Uh, we will get into that, though. Let's, uh, you know what, we'll just start it from the top. I will, I, I, maybe this is chronological order. It's been quite a bit of time. But um, the one that, you know, outside of the obvious, right, um, the one that I'm really excited about is uh, Jake LaCava. Now, he is coming from the New York uh, Red Bulls. He actually came out of the Barcelona academy for a little bit of time. He's a young kid. He's age twenty-one. Uh, some of the sentiment once this happened was kind of the same sentiment that LA fans had with Bryce Duke leaving was that this was a really talented young player that the club was wanting to develop and has uh, quite a bit of potential. Um, he really didn't have any starts for the first team, but he did play. 46 games with 11 goals with new york red bulls uh too but this man is a forward um he i like his swag he's he's yatted he's got chaos tatted on his neck dude i like i just i'm feeling this kid i really am a young kid if it's anything similar to bryce duke we all know what Bryce Duke is, more importantly, what Bryce Duke will be. And I think a lot of people became fans of Bryce Duke last season. So really hoping that Jake LaCava can come out, uh, play well. Again, Barca Academy uh, in Arizona, uh, also with the um, L.A. Galaxy in his youth career, New York in his youth career, uh, and then on to uh, the second team. And uh, look, man, we need more Fords. We lost Gonzalo. And, you know, for those that do not recall the intense hatred that I think most of the fan base had towards Gonzalo for the first half of the season. Uh, and then, you know, Leo went down. Leo went down with an injury, and we didn't really have a true striker. Not somebody who could come up and pick up that, that level of production. But uh, thankfully, Gonzalo came in, saved my preseason prediction, 16 goals. My man was just on fire, reclaimed the love and admiration of all of La Familia, but guess what, homeboy was getting old. A lot of tread on those tires, and he ultimately did retire uh, after that, um, you know, short-lived playoff run, if you want to call it that. So, we do need strikers. We do need attacking options. And for from, from what I understand, right, and you know, I'm not going to go too much into highlight reels because, again, it's you give me a week and I can put together the sickest skateboard mixtape you've seen, right? Um, but he can play kind of wing centralized as well. So I think he's going to be another addition to grow. I think it's great for him to be behind Campana and behind the other gentleman we'll be getting to shortly uh, to really gain some experience. But, you know, hypothetically, if we didn't have Gonzalo last season and we lost Leo like that for many weeks, um, gosh, we probably don't make the playoffs because we did not really have anyone who could consistently score goals. It's still what two seasons away from Emerson's MVP run. Um, you know, he's gonna develop into something beautiful, but it's gonna take time. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, look, I'm all for it. Young, young stud, uh, they traded him to us in exchange for 150k of gam gam general allocation money. He was selected in the 2022 MLS expansion draft by St. Louis SC, and that's who we acquired him from. So, uh, it was not a protected player from New York Red Bulls, he was swooped by uh, St. Louis City. Hendo worked his magic, said, yep, we'll take him. Here's some money. Go build your roster. Sketchy roster build, in my opinion. But whatever. Best to him. We'll take the player. What are your thoughts, bud?
1: Uh, You know what? I actually watched the highlights of him on his loan spell at Tampa Bay, and even the Tampa fans were extremely uh, upset to see him not come back. And he looks like a player. He's got that instinctive. Movement in the box where he's going to get where he needs to be to get the service to get something in on goal. Yeah, uh, but but more importantly, good young player who's going to add depth uh, and bring in hopefully some of that Barca academy knowledge as well as his time with the LA Galaxy. It's going to be one of those. I mean, and I shouldn't I shouldn't just discount the Red Bull Academy either because you know they're obviously pretty good. They're pumping out some pretty good players uh, as of late. Um, but it's going to add a different dynamic to not only the first team, but most likely the second team while he's down with Inter Miami two for the season. So uh, I, I watch his growth very closely and uh, I'm definitely interested.
0: Yeah. And so notable, right? So 20, 20- 2020 to 2021 with uh Red Bulls 2 46 appearances 11 goals uh loaned last season so in 2022 34 appearances for the Rowdies 13 goals so you're already seeing that improvement right he's already increasing uh, his efficiency by i don't know probably a uh, quick mass 25% something like that so uh he's going to continue to grow um he will have the opportunity to develop i expect something similar to what we saw last season with uh Valencia um Romeo, well, not even Rome, but Harvey rather. Uh, Ami Mabika, where we're Joven Jones playing as like a winger or a striker for Intermind me too. So we're going to have this kind of rotating system where um, if you're not going to be utilizing the game plan, if there's no injuries, then you're probably going to get sent to Inter me to get some development, get some experience. And I would like to note as well that the Tampa Bay Rowdies are one of the better teams in the USL. Uh, in addition to louisville city shout out louisville kentucky you guys are beautiful Um, so i mean fairly similar competition to MLX's next i'd argue probably maybe even a little bit more intense so uh, a lot of a lot of room to grow bright future form and we can use the attacking options Um, now obviously let's move on a little bit what was one of the glaring issues of last season sketchy back line so we need to bring in support for our back line obviously right now we've made some additions Here's how this game works, right? If you score more than your opponent, you win. You could have a sketchy back line, but you really got to have a mean front. I'm kind of, you know, hinting towards something coming later in the show, but I'm feeling pretty good right now. But we are bringing in uh, Franco Negri. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Negri, something like that, um, who is, uh plays left back or left midfielder. He is from San Martin, Argentina, little guy, little guy, like a little messy, 5'7", man. God bless you. That foot curves beautifully to that ball. Um, and he is coming over from Godoy Cruz. Um, you know, even as a defender, this guy has uh, he's played quite a few games. Uh, really, time seems to be increasing every season outside of injuries. Um, played for Newell's old boys, Belgrano, Independiente. Um, so, I don't know, man. I can't really make too much of a judgment. We will definitely take extra bodies. Uh, we know we were thin at the back line outside of some of the silly errors we made so uh just another addition i i don't want to sit over here and over boast i don't want to undersell this man but uh you know hey full faith in uh in hindo uh we certainly need a left back a true left back mcveigh can play every position in that back line we know that we'd like to utilize him where he's most comfortable more centralized uh so we do need a good left back and from what i've been hearing this guy could be the truth. This guy could be legit. Our starting left back in the first game of the season.
1: So I will say that the uh, Godoy fans were absolutely gutted from what I was seeing on Twitter. It, they were, they were upset that they were losing su- such a player. And let's be honest. Uh, a certain Lisandro Martinez has proven that the mm-hmm. Argentinian defenders don't need to be the biggest. Uh, I don't think he'll be uh, another butcher like Lisandro, but he'll, uh, He'll definitely come, <laughs> he'll definitely be coming at you with uh reckless abandon. So, um, but no, joking aside, like I think it's a good depth piece. Um, I'm interested to see how they rotate what we have with the left back, what that means for Noah going forward. If they're going to have Chris McVeigh over in the left back spot until we see what Franco has, I mean, uh, it, it, it raises a lot of questions, it does answer some of them, but uh you know we we can only speculate and february 25th is going to tell a whole hell of a lot isn't it it certainly is and like if if he
0: is please be if he's what he is advertised as being he's only 27 years old uh now yes i might be a little shorter than what you want out of a back but he's a left back so you know he'll get up there he can you know contribute to the attack he can assist you know going forward moving the ball up the field so uh you know look forward to it. only 27 you know this guy if he's the truth, we'll be here for a few years and, uh, and we'll look forward to it. Now there's another Argentine that a lot of people are very excited about. Uh, he is, uh, just one year older is 28 years old. His name is Nicolás Marcelo Stefanelli. He's an attacking midfielder and striker, another versatile player, another great pick by Chris Henderson, um, you know if we can get these guys and play winger and striker beautiful we have a lot of we have we have you know some wingers but they can't really play striker so if we can get those hybrid roles going then we'll be good It will help with any injuries because let's be honest the season is long the season is grueling injuries will happen uh we already know a few of our players going to be catching uh yellow card suspensions gregory love you buddy and you st- you stay that pit bull you are but you're going to miss a couple games and i'm perfectly okay with that i accept that on the front end uh even shorter but he's just an attacker so we'll let it slide so we're getting like two body type clone messies over here five five and a half there's being generous give him that extra uh, half he is coming from uh aik if anyone doesn't know who they are they're a swedish club they're one of the more well-known swedish clubs if you follow uh the uh almana idrottskubin that's what it stands for I think I pronounced that right. Uh, Anyway, 58 appearances uh, from 2021 to 23, 58 appearances, 21 goals. Sky has a decent record. Uh, He was away for like one year, put up 30 appearances with nine goals, and then uh, was with AIK prior to that. Did some loan spells, though, but 34 for 15. So this guy's got a pretty decent conversion ratio, looking like probably overall throughout his career, sliding around the 40% mark. Um, This is someone that a lot of people are very high on as well. Uh, He joined uh, on a two-year deal. So we're going to have him around for this season and for next. He is a dual national. He holds an Italian passport i know this is an audio format so they can't see my italian hands i'm throwing up uh, as well as an argentinian passport i grew up in argentina though nickname chicho and nico by his swedish teammates chicho in argentina nico by swedish teammates so whatever name you want to use i hope we we grow to love this
1: this kid well the one thing that you're missing out of all of this with stefanelli is he was actually teammates with robbie taylor at aik in sweden Ooh. and the boys if you are looking on instagram they are happy to be back together so i mean if if it unlocks a new dimension to robbie taylor's game watch out because Just he was slaying south beach oh he was at as well dude they're both added i
0: love it i want yeah. i've been saying this bro we need more neck tats i want more neck tats on inner miami i want swag i want Cockiness, but like at a respectable level. I don't want someone that's that's just a cocky a hole, but like bring that swag, and I think we're getting it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I agree. And it I don't know, it, I'm happy seeing that they're all bonding pretty well over the past couple of days in preseason training for what it looks like. Uh minus one sulking man over in the corner who uh you're you're extremely high on this season. Uh, but you know, it it's gonna be good for the team. Mm-hmm. We're seeing mm-hmm. a lot of we're seeing a lot of players buying in and, you know, the common meme around the social media sites for Miami is let Hendo cook, let him keep cooking. Um, and It sounds like he's got a hell of a main dish cooking up uh, coming up here soon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you know, since I, I know you're, you're very big into, I believe it's the AAC, wherever Xavier is from, why don't you go ahead and what are your thoughts on our super draft
1: pick of the keeper Cole Jensen? who yeah <laughs> yeah i mean uh, listen all right i'm just gonna go out here there was enough syracuse players that were out there who just won the national championship shout out to my orange back home winning the national title um yeah i i usually like to say i know some of the folks who were coming out of the draft this year and when we when we drafted them, i just i i, I, all I could say was who yeah, I mean, yeah. I know he's one of the best keepers to come out of Xavier, but Xavier to me personally, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but that's not a major soccer powerhouse in my mind. So
0: do you know what city Xavier's in? No, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, I do. Because they're an hour away from Louisville. They're in Cincinnati. A, a couple of my best friends, homies, day ones grew up with
1: went to Xavier. I uh, dude, I should have known that because Cincinnati and Xavier, don't they have a rivalry?
0: Yeah, yeah 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 okay okay okay, yeah yeah at least in, in, in basketball like there was a yeah. it was like i don't know six seven years ago like they went fist to cuffs and like it was a big brawl on the on the yeah. on savior is more of a basketball school for sure but that's uh a, but cole you know he was named u.s soccer coaches ncaa division one men's all american um i can run through some of these highlights but some of the notables is he was the third musketeer musketeer that's what they are the xavier musketeers um to earn big east goalkeeper uh, of the year honors uh just accolades wise um it was round one first round pick of the super draft pick overall 18 uh 2022 uh usd1 men's all-american third team 22 uh u.s coaches all east region first team selection 2022 oh, Big East, not acc big East. Uh, first-team selection, Big East Goalkeeper of the Year. Uh, He was an Adidas MLS college showcase participant, uh, postseason best 11 first-team selection, two-time Big East Goalkeeper of the Week, five-time Big East Weekly Honor Roll selection. So he's kind of smart. He's got good grades. Xavier's a pretty good school, I'm not going to lie. twenty one to 21, 21 to 22, all Big East, all academic team. Man's got some brains on him. Little upset about this pick, nothing against Cole Jensen. It just seemed like that wasn't the area that we really needed. Um, but you know, hey, credit to Hendo, he's made some moves to
1: put me at ease, so that's what it is. I mean, I should, I probably should have, like I said, looked this kid up a little bit more. He was ranked uh, number two as uh, the goalkeepers coming out in this current class, mm-hmm. uh, including ahead of Russell Shealy who was from Syracuse. So, I mean, again, to your point, I think we should have addressed another area, but is what it is. Andrew Hendo has proven time and time again, that he is you know, capable of making the right moves, uh, AKA, uh, Mr. Sailor himself. So I'm going to say, Hey, surprise me. Hey, well, here, guess what?
0: <laughs> There's another one that we drafted you at even later round, which, uh, you know, I, I don't really pay too much attention to, uh, to all of the college um, athletics out there in, in the world of footy. But uh, Bashir Indiayi, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Probably pronouncing it right. Senegalese, uh, born in Senegal, though. Um, you started 15 to 16 games as a junior. She's um, got five shots, two on goal. Uh, the following season or season before that, appeared in three games, uh, first season with the Seahawks. There's not too much on this. He's a midfielder. Um, very young. I don't expect to see really much of him. Uh, he was named to the CAA Championship All-Tournament Team. Uh, I don't know, first team, fourth on on the team with 14 shots. He'll take a shot. He'll take a shot. This is one that I expect to be really sent to Inter Miami Two uh, in and uh, in just developing. But now coming out of Inter Miami Two, someone that a lot of the fans are very high up on, and so are some. Uh, potential national teams we're talking about benji kremeshi that's your boy i know you've you've, you've followed him for quite some time uh tell us why you're so excited on kremeshi. kremeshi
1: so it's a couple things first off he plays out of his mind in the midfield spot for miami too he's he's constantly uh, he's constantly in the mix no matter what is going on on the field. Uh, for Inter-Miami, 2 last year, he played in 13 games. He tallied five goals and one assist. And when you look at it, you're like, okay, the stat line doesn't really pop to you. But it's – I hate using this word, but it's the intangibles. You know, he's, he's moving into space. He's creating the room for other players to move. He's making the passes that need to be made. Um, and obviously, it's a huge nod to what we see in him when Javier Mascherano is calling up from the Argentinian U-20 squad and hand-selecting him out of our academy, he's the only, I want to say he was the only U.S.-based Argentinian to get a call-up for that squad. And he actually did make the squad as well. And he also has the possibility of playing for the U.S. U-20 squad here in the 2023 FIFA U-20 World Cup in Indonesia. So it's going to be really interesting to see who he decides to play for and from what i'm seeing for the u.s men's national team group at least at this age group a lot of people are pissed that they haven't secured him already uh Mm -hmm. just knowing the talent that he can be so um so 13 appearances five goals um one
0: assist you know uh looks like a a solid stud coming out of uh western fc academy um Looks like club option two year deal here. So attacking midfielder, uh, central midfielder. Looks like I can get up play forward a little bit as well if needed. Um, you know, fairly young kid. What is he? Uh, Seventeen years old. So a yep. lot of room for growth. I here's like where do you see him fitting in? Right, he's already played with 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 Inter two and the MLS is next. Do you still see that kind of you know back and forth between Inter Miami two and first team? Is he just going to continue to develop? We've seen the club sign Ascona, sign Valencia, uh, and then just send him right back down, really. Uh, I feel like it's mainly for training purposes as far as growing with the first team. But, you know, what are your expectations here?
1: Uh, my expectations are that they cultivate the talent that they know they have in the right manner by allowing him to train with the first team, getting him extensive playing time with the second team, and allowing him to not only grow with the first team and, and take their knowledge, but also spread that knowledge amongst the rest of the kids and young men that are down on the Inter-Miami 2 squad. Um, honestly, it, it, it sucks for him right now because our midfield's pretty well, pretty well stacked up as we stand, mm-hmm. uh, including uh, Franco being added in, as another midfield presence so i don't know and you, and you can't forget pizarro's back so that's another midfielder uh to a degree you know, depending on the day um so i say by 2024 we'll start seeing cremascia up by 2025 i think he's a permanent fixture if he maintains the current trajectory that he's on
0: fair enough all right so we will get to pizarro um as well as Posuelo. you know some good news coming. It feels right. It feels right with Pizzuelo. But look, let's get to the big news. Everyone and their mother wants to cover this, right? And it's just a complete uh, revelation. Suck it, Max Ramos. I love it. You're a trader. You went over to switch to Atlanta. Then, hey, guess who's coming to Center uh, Miami? And I thought it was a little suspicious. He decided to play Inter Miami and dye his hair pink. I'm talking about the one and only Joseph Martinez, who one it is an mvp this man won the mvp in 2018 uh 2019 season uh or i guess that's incorrect 2018 um so now we're looking at potentially pisuelo previous mvp 2020 martinez 2018 beautiful this man is a proven commodity. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think there's a stat that like every time he's played against Inter-Miami, he's scored or something ridiculous. We know that he absolutely owns Orlando. This man's stats are phenomenal. 131 appearances for uh, Atlanta United. Well, actually, technically 134 if we're counting the like very short loan spell coming from Torino. So that would put him at basically 134 appearances, 98 goals. This man... Basically, scores in well over half the games. I don't know what that percentage is off the top of my head. Probably 65, somewhere around there. Quick maths, probably wrong on that. Uh, man, I, I'll tell you what. Look, he's coming off an injury. He's had some beef with his coach. We all know about the Arroz con Pollo incident where he flipped over that table of uh, lovely Arroz con Pollo. Beautiful dish, uh, but he has not been happy up there. Uh, the injury also kind of hampered him. That team has struggled. They really have been missing some key players. Trying to rebuild. And all this is not official, but all signs are pointing that this is a done deal. We're expecting this announcement really, probably, potentially Monday. Well, no, that's Day. Tuesday morning, something like that. Very, very soon. We're waiting on Atlanta to officially buy him out so we can acquire him. He is a DP player through and through, and we're doing that Hendo magic, getting him on a TAM deal. I don't think anyone who is an Inter Miami fan and pays attention to this league is in any way upset. I'd say it's the exact opposite. They are just ecstatic through the roof to have Yosef Martinez join this team. Come on, are you kidding me? Campana? who, if he didn't get injured, has a legit shot at league MVP. He was right up there with you know juissy with Mukhtar before he got injured if you're telling me and it's very very small chance they both can make a full season without getting injured because again it's a long season but i we're gonna have a lot of depth with some power up top but you tell me these two up top in whatever you want to do a four four two diamond four two 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 I mean, even as a four-two-three-one, this man can play as a winger. He is a seven. He can play as a striker. That's where he's really made his uh, his money. is just banging in goals. It was something ridiculous. How many? Uh, he set the record before uh, Mr. Carlos Vela wanted to come break it with. I think it was thirty-four goals and. When was that? 2019, the season right before Miami started. He banged in 31 goals. So, I mean, put this dude in. He's basically going to score. The question is, can he stay injury-free? Can he buy into the system? Can he – I don't want to say – a lot of people are saying, like, can Phil handle his ego? He's a professional player. Okay, He's here – I feel like same situation with, with Pozuelo. Like, there was beef growing at the club. He wasn't happy. He made a move. I think Phil handled that beautifully. I think Pozuelo came in with a very open and and clear mind and made an immediate impact uh, once he joined, and I think that's going to be the case with Joseph Martinez. With those two up top, Campana, Martinez, bring it back to the midfield, right? Pozuelo, Pizarro, which we'll get into. I don't even want to – I'm so sick of people hating on this dude. Gregory, Mota. Our back line is going to improve. I still expect some sketchy moments. I still expect some goals where we're shaking our head, arms up in the air like, what the heck was just that? But the way you play this game is you score more goals than your opponent. You take the three points. And with these two up top, that is arguably the most feared duo in the league right now today and could not be happier to have this stud on the team. I remember last season, season before, I was like, man, just imagine if we had a player like Joseph Martinez, and now here he is. Let's go. How do you how do you feel about this? Are you about as through the roof as I am? Because I cannot wait to see him and Gabano on the pitch at the same time.
1: So not patting myself on the back on this one, but I caught wind of this pretty damn early. And I was trying to type and get this onto our social media. And I was so excited I was misspelling half of the words. I had to go back and double-check shit because <laughs> I've, I've been a fan of, of Joseph Martinez for a while. Uh, and and why not? Why wouldn't you be a fan of you know, the 2018 MVP? He also, and this is often overlooked with him, he had the most decorated single season in MLS history for a player in 2018 by winning the league MVP, the all-star MVP, the golden boot, and the mls cup final mvp and then turned around and almost won it again the next season yep and so, he holds
0: the, the record for most consecutive goals or uh, games with a goal at 15
1: games in a row with was putting one in that's crazy yeah absolutely so i mean is the injury risk a little concerning yeah sure but it's also super enticing it's jesse Martinez. Who the hell wouldn't want them up top? Like, think about you know Martinez Campana, uh, whoever you want on the wings, uh, let's say Taylor and Emerson Rodriguez, or um I'm sure I'm missing something here, our midfield solid that we already talked about. It's gonna be fun football to watch. It's gonna be an absolute blast. And it's gonna be nice knowing that let's say, God forbid one of those two goes down. We can just play a single up top and, and mm-hmm. totally shift the formation, and our quality is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. If this doesn't get you excited, you need to call your doctor. Call 911 because I do not believe you have a pulse. This is this is absolutely
0: phenomenal. The, the flexibility we're going to have in our formations is going to be amazing. I feel like Phil has really kind of stayed more kind of tight through the middle. Uh, but, yeah. I think we're going to see two up top, probably Pizuelo behind. I think we're going to see probably some diamond action. I hope Pizarro's on the left because he's a left uh, and we're, We'll get into that in, in just a second. But, yeah, if one of them goes down, we go to one up top. We bring on two wingers. W- Phil's got a problem on his hand. What? How are you going to play all these players? What formation are you going to use? And I'll tell you what, that is a very, very good problem to have on your hands because we have been so thin up top for so long so long and now we feel fairly comfortable we know what our midfield's capable of we've got to improve on the back line the moves are being made there's still there's still plenty of time still several weeks uh left for hendo to work that magic so this is just about as good as it could get man i mean you're getting such a known commodity i think he's gonna fit in the system well Pozuela will have a field day just supplying balls to both Campana and Joseph Martinez. I, I just I unless he gets seriously injured, or Campana does, this is going to be a very fun attacking, high-scoring team. That's just it has to be. I don't see any other way. I don't see how it would not be.
1: The only thing that upsets me about this is that we will not get to see the marauding Damian Lowe from the back line running up the pitch hmm. at the striker formation or at the top of the formation of striker.
0: Uh, you know, that, that hurts my soul. I enjoy and those days. People, I, people I, can get injured. It could happen.
1: Dude, you know, you, you, you I, never know. I'll never forget sitting in the stands. I forget if it was uh, – I think it was New York Red Bull, and I see Lowe leading the charge. I look over right there I'm like, what the absolute hell is happening here? So – as much as I'm joking, it'll be great to have all of this attacking presence. And again, worst case scenario, who steps in? Yeah. Stefanelli steps in. Yep. Oh Coco. darn. Okay. Or well, don't don't talk about our fashion model like that. He's, <laughs> he's he's out there repping the latest gear on social media and then they they put him back into the box so he doesn't get injured. So put um,
0: baby in a corner.
1: Well, they put baby in the corner as soon as he signed that contract. So uh i mean i don't know it, it, it'll be interesting uh why, why don't we just get to the elephant in the room because there's, there's a lot of heaviness in the air about this one. Well, let's talk about your boy your uh your 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 favorite here who's coming uh
0: look man i i just everyone thought he was coming back and or we were going to buy him out or get rid of him it just didn't work out he struggled with his you know loan last season they didn't want to buy them i think it was like 30 appearances like one goal or something very bad like that um look man i, I just i had the original Rosa Negra kit we all know if you bought an authentic um or even a replica you all know how bad that vinyl refuses to stick onto the jersey and the kit rather and um i took it in was able to get it repaired repressed and I just, I felt good about it. And then the news came and it looks like he's staying here. Everyone's hating on this man. Everyone wants to see him gone. And I just, it it, it blows my mind how much hatred everyone has for this man when he was literally the only person we had in season one. He was our entire team. He scored the first ever goal for the club. This man runs like an energizer rabbit, like a, like a Labrador or a retriever chasing a tennis ball this man leaves it on the pitch he gives it his all yes he struggled uh especially season two i mean he struggled honestly season one because we were forcing him to be the 10 he's not a 10 he's a left winger he's not supposed to be the go-to guy the creationist to control the whole team this man is supposed to be a a winger to help with the attack and be free to play as he wants fast forward to season two we all know neville was playing people out of position including pizarro there was, you know, there's this rumored beef between Pizarro and Niguain, which I think is mainly just two competitive dudes occasionally voicing frustrations with one another. I don't think is an intense beef or hatred. I think it's been blown up uh, well beyond, uh, you know, what it should be. Um, but he, if we can just play him as a left wing, I think good things will come. We all saw Lewis Morgan forced to play right wing back, and Lewis Morgan died for this team he died for these sanctions so that we could try and build some around basically clearing all the sanctions by just giving them to uh to the red bulls which still brings me pain and i want lewis back but i think with gonzalo gone with Pozuelo, gregory moda behind him protecting that back line and not to mention campana joseph uh ari emerson coco I mean, Stefanelli, like he has, he's not going to have to be the most talented guy on the field every single game anymore. And I think there is a serious redemption arc that is, that is in his hands now. And I expect, and I've said this in the discord and people think I'm crazy. If we can get 1500 minutes out of Pizarro, maybe less than that. 1300 1400. I think this man puts up eight goals. I think he puts up around an equal number of assists, uh, if not more. In second season he had seven assists. In the bad, the worst season probably in Inter Miami history, he put up seven assists. Do you know who led assists? Uh last season it was actually uh Bryce Duke. Bryce Duke was the uh lead assists master, followed by pozuelo with six. Now Pozuelo, to be fair, Shout out Contra, because he's going to probably harass me for the next week. Uh, you know, only played half a season. But this man still put up seven assists in the second season, the worst season, being played out of position again. I think there's a, a serious chance here for him to whip some balls in to Josef, to Leonardo. To other wingers. I think he can come into the box late, get dished and finished. I've seen this man hit one time volleys. We've seen him score some pretty, pretty nice goals for the club. I don't understand the hatred. He's already on our roster. He's already taken up that DP money. Why not play him? Why buy him out? Why waste the money? We don't need to waste the money. Okay. We need to save our money and use it as, as best we can. Why not give him a shot? He's got one more year left on his contract. It's similar to the Pozuelo situation. Give him a one-year trial. If this man impresses everyone and then all the, the, the people that have this unfounded hatred of this man who has given quite a bit to the club, so much effort and energy, all all will eat that. And you can call me an idiot all day long. But you know, midway through the season, if we're seeing some results and some numbers and he's being a key contributor, then, then tuck that away and, and be supportive. I don't understand the hatred. He had a bad loan spell. People have bad loan spells. It happens. Get over it. This man was good for us. He can be good for us again. He's still young. They act like he's 34. What is he, 28? 27? He's young. Like, let's go. I'm, 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 I am all in on Pizarro this season with the players we have now in the system we're going to play. All in. I am fully confident. And I'll probably eat crow at the end of the season if it doesn't happen. But I'm going to flip this on you and I'm going to let them all know all the, all the
1: hatred I've been seeing. I'm going to let them know you're an idiot. First off, sir, you and I are going to have some words. How dare you discredit Lewis Morgan's 2020 season by saying that Rodolfo Pizarro was the only player that Air Miami had that season. No, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. I, my, that that, my, that, my, that you, cannot, you corrected me on that twice. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, you cannot talk poorly about St. Morgan like that. Don't <laughs> do it again. All right. I'm sorry, Veronica. <laughs> Uh, we do love you, Veronica, if you're listening. Uh, but yeah, so I think a lot of the frustration—I don't want to say hatred. I don't hate Pizarro. Uh, I was, as I've said multiple times, I was in the stand. I got—I got to share that moment with my wife and my son when I uh, got to see Inter Miami's first ever goal in person. I will always hold that near and dear to my heart. Uh, It's—it's it, a moment that I will cherish. With that being said, I think the frustration with Pizarro lies in the fact, and I just said this today in the Discord, he was supposed to be the face of the franchise, of a fledgling franchise, and he kind of almost looked like he just ducked away from the responsibilities that he needed to maybe, I don't know, pull, pull the rope, pull everybody together, keep them going, and i don't know i think hatred's too strong of a word um i know i've been very critical of pizarro and if he does well great you know what i'm not gonna talk shit because i ate too much crow last year and uh drake made me uh yeah drake made me a believer Mm. i hope i hope pizarro does well i do i don't believe it's gonna happen um i don't know i saw some highlights from his and uh, they really should be called low lights from his loan spell and they were comical at points where he was passing the ball and there was no no supporting player within 30 yards rolls so out emerson, of bounds So what emerson does well yeah but but we love that, emerson do you love emerson i am so i know. i mean emerson. i like emerson but there's people that
0: are like extremely high and absolutely love emerson
1: yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, Emerson also scored probably one of the more outrageous goals last year yeah. by like bouncing off of his butt, trying to just kick it and flail it in the air there. But don't give up? Uh, yeah, you don't give up. Um, I'm going to be supportive. I will be supportive of Pizarro. I will be if he wants to come in and wants to show that renewed vigor. Cool. If he wants to be the guy who moped around the locker room and then somehow got added to an all star roster. <laughs> for doing nothing well to be fair
0: he was like one of the hottest up-and-coming talents out of mexico that's undeniable he was supposed to be one of the next big mexican stars and like he was on the right track man but sometimes you fall off and look this is america what is america like they love the downfall they love talking their shit they love trying to act like they're experts and they know everything and ridiculing people because that's just the toxicity that is being an American. But you know what they love more than that? A good comeback story. And this man has the chance to really revive his career in playing freely in the position he should be playing freely and on a team of real talent where he's not one of two guys who are the only people who can actually dribble. This man's got handles. Like, probably my favorite highlight is him against Toronto uh, 2021 when he left Singh just on skates, dude. Just broke this man. It was replayed by... MLS, what Facebook and Twitter socials for for months, dude. This dude still has skills. I'm not going to judge his bad loan spell. I just want everyone out there who thinks I'm crazy or hates this man to know when he scores and he puts his fingers inside of his mouth and does that Joker celebration, he's laughing at you.
1: I mean, he can laugh at me all he wants, but I'm still not struggling. You. I'm talking about like the actual haters. No, you're, I understand. you're a realist at least. I'm trying to be a realist. I'm still Yeah, okay. I'm I'm, I'm just not going to open my mouth any further than I was going to. I wish him well. I hope he does well. You still didn't deserve to go to the All-Star game in 2021 and uh, you know, is what it is. Again, if he comes if he comes back and he does well, I'm here for it. I'll support it. If he doesn't do well, I'm just going to look at you at the end of the season and tell you I told you so. He's dropping eight, bro. I feel it. I feel it, man. I feel
0: like I like I felt the, what, 10 out of 14 of the over-unders last season? A broken clock is right twice a day, and I'm feeling like a broke boy. I am feeling like a broke boy. I don't know why. I, I feel this is coming. I've always liked him. I've always liked the effort. He just he runs, 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 runs. He'll give it to you. I think he's a little out of shape, but he'll snap back together. The only concern here is – what's phil's utilization does Phil hold a grudge is there some beef there i think if he again plays 1500 minutes we're going to see about eight goals probably equal number uh, of assists there is too much talent there it doesn't just go away after a year it doesn't go away after a year you know look at right. joseph 31 goals whatever in the season you know and then you know he he doesn't have the best season you know last like it it happens man it happens so no, i'm not i get judge. that i could be
1: wrong I, I get that, but I'm I'm more concerned about the fact that he's coming in, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and he's going to be – my concern is that he could possibly be a disruption to the, the unity and the gel that we already have with some of the players on the team. Look at the photo from the, hey, we're back, check it out, we're at team meetings. He's sitting off in a corner by himself.
0: For the I, most think he, part. I think he knows what the perception is. I think he knows – this is probably the best shot he has at in his career. So, yeah, he's got a chip on his shoulder. I want him to have a chip on his shoulder. I think he knows, like, hey, I, to me, I saw that photo. To me, it was like, no distractions. No one's around me. I'm, I'm buying in. I'm focused right now. I'm going to figure out how to get my career back on track, how to redeem myself. So I kind of took the opposite view of that situation. I, I, I just, I don't think there's this animosity that the media is hyped up between him and the team um i think he is obviously undoubtedly one of the most talented players on the team right i mean he was a dp for a reason his track record honestly does uh you know speak for itself this guy again was one of the hottest up-and-coming talents he came into a, a a bad team who broke the rules and he had to kind of suffer the consequences um you know he wasn't our first second or third option from paul mcdonough for our our main dp signing year one he's kind of what was available had a pretty good reputation, uh, you know. Still, was everyone's hero in season one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. This is going to be some that's very interesting. I'm going to be very interested in this, and I really, I really do hope for the best. And um, I hope that the uh, all the haters just have to sit there and uh, suffer and realize that uh, maybe you got a little bit too much toxicity in your blood. But moving forward, last one we're going to talk about Mr. Alejandro Pozuelo. We know he is not um currently with the team quote unquote signed with the team or under contract with the team uh he is seeking a dp deal we're trying to go you know basically max tam which to be fair did we talk about that yeah we did talk about Joseph being on a max tam uh deal so right now like gregory is the other dp right now uh it's we can buy him down if we're acquiring another dp i don't think he's like super high above the threshold uh so that that's a possibility but you know as it stands right now, Campana's is the the, the, the under-22 DP or the young DP, uh, Pizarro, and then Gregory. Now, this is there's some workable room here. You can have three of the under-22 initiative, DPs, all that good stuff. They're good to light. Like. They're 25. Um, so there, there's still some moves to be made here. But hey, uh, if we can get Pozuelo on a TAM deal, which I think if we can get Joseph on a TAM deal, that's going to better our chances of getting Pozuelo on a TAM deal. And if we have these four main, right? It'll all include Gregory. These five main, if we have Yosef, we have Leonardo Campana, uh, Pizarro, Pozuelo, Gregory. Mota. I, I think that's a pretty damn stellar team anyway. you cut it. Um, we're looking for this to be pretty much wrapped up in about probably a week or two, something like that. We'll expect the Yosef the Martinez signing to happen before that. Um, we know what we're getting with Pozuelo, right? It was basically a trial, try before you buy. Um, he was a dp in the past uh he still wants to be a dp but i think he's gonna buy into the system i think he is um honestly out of any of these players that we've mentioned the most crucial that we sign we know what he does he was the catalyst he was the spark we needed he was the 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 maestro that gonzalo needed to thrive and I think that there will be some early struggles if we do not get him back on this team. I don't want to scare anybody. It's looking like he's he's coming back, but the I think the utmost importance of this um, outside of Yosef, probably the, 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 the biggest impact um, to the team, honestly.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that we're going to see this announced as soon as they figure out a way to make the Yosef Martinez – and Pozuelo deals make sense for the club financially without you know restraining us long term to potentially aging horses you know what i mean uh I, i'm i'm excited for Pozuelo to come back he brings that fire brings the energy um brings uh the ancient kung fu karate to the team you know he's uh yeah, like <laughs> he uh he's definitely a uh he's definitely a fan favorite i know i Fell in love with the guy. Uh, I'll never forget. I think it was New York City where he came, hit that game-winning goal, just threw his jersey off, laid his heart to bear in front of La Familia. Everybody's going absolutely wild. It's uh, It's our guy. I don't know. That's our guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the the problem is, though, we're starting to get uh, a lot of the players on the team that that's our guy. Like, Oh, yeah, I love Robbie Taylor. That's my guy. Drake County, that's my guy. Like, we're starting to get that team that we always wished we had. So, hopefully, they can lock up Pozuelo, make it 100% good to go, and uh, get it done ASAP. That's all I'm asking for, get it done ASAP. It should be pointed out that he has been seen around the training facility, and there was an article that we posted from his agency stating they are trying like hell to get this done yeah he wants to be here it, it, it's, it's gonna happen and
0: maybe we overlooked this but yeah. <laughs> all of this all of this under sanctions like i'm like eh, I, I trust henderson a lot this like honestly you know i know the league they don't like us very much they might investigate us this is just the most amazing off-season movement that anyone could have hoped for being under sanctions for yet another year, right? And Phil Neville gets another year as well. So here we are. Now we've got a, a, a team that I think we are really high up on. Some people are saying top four projections. Um you know the season is gonna start off and we're gonna you know not not the easiest start but we're gonna we're gonna get at it. We're gonna bang and I think that we've got the depth and we can make the adjustments. I really think we're gonna see phil really start to make you know halftime adjustments or early second half adjustments he has the options so i think he's gonna be really analytical very technical and what he's seen on the pitch whatever his game plan is whether we're you know going for pressing playing out the middle playing the wings whatever it is he will have the flexibility to make some moves uh and best serve this team and man it's uh it's exciting times. I'm not going to lie. And like technically, technically, there is still a chance that Pizarro is offloaded somewhere and we get another DP or that we buy Gregory down and still get another DP. There's still plenty of time left. But damn, this feels so great for right now. That's enough being this one, though. Let's move forward. We do have a preseason coming up. Why don't you run us through what this preseason schedule looks like? Um, Because there's currently it's not preseason for Inter Miami, but there's currently a game going on. At uh, Drive Pink Stadium right now between Millonarios and River Plate of Argentina.
1: Yeah, so the Inter Miami schedule is uh, pretty much littered with various different levels of teams that we could see. It's definitely going to be a good tune-up for the boys. Uh, you know, as you alluded to, there's a game going on at Drive Pink right now. Uh, then we are going to have a game coming up here in just about. Was it eight days from now on the 21st? We play Vascos. I'm not familiar with the club. Are you, sir? Vasco da Gama.
0: Uh honestly, to be fair, no. I mean, uh, I don't, I'm not even sure if they were in the the Brazilian, I don't know, first league when I was in Brazil because it's all like Grimio, Cruzeiro, Zapalo, Palmeiras, uh, Flamenco, Santos, stuff of that nature. So I'm I'm honestly not too familiar with Vasco. The club was saying like the historic uh vasco so you know I, I i'm not super familiar with really any of their players uh vasco da gama uh it, it'll be interesting um you know you can never sleep on a full squad of brazilians man they're gonna be uh that's all in that's all they do that's all they care about right is kicking kicking balls around uh so it'll be you know i think it'll be a good game um I would ideally have liked to see seen one of the bigger Brazilian clubs name, club names like uh, Bormerish or uh, Corinthians, uh, you know, really any of those, honestly. Santos, you, know, you name it. Um, so, I, you know, I think it'll be a, a good challenge for the club. I think it's a, um, a challenge that we have a really good shot of, of winning, right? Um, so it'll be fun to see. It really will be fun to see. It is, what, January
1: 21st? Yes, sir. January 21st, you can buy tickets for this match on Enter Miami's website currently. So I'm okay. uh, taking an opportunity to get out there and see the boys early on. Uh, after that, we uh, play on the 25th in a closed-door match versus FIU. Go Panthers. And 28th, we actually have an – I wish we could see this one because it would be a good look to see. Uh, we do play St. Louis City on the 28th closed-door scrimmage. The club spends a little bit of time up in Sarasota. Uh, and then February 2nd, they have a closed-door scrimmage between a... Uh, I don't know what word we really want to use with this one. Uh, Ever-evolving and changing New England revolution. They definitely had a uh, less-than-stellar season. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they turnaround. Uh, February 3rd, enter miami returns back to the Florida Blue Training Center, and then the 11th, the 15th, and the 18th are all slated to be scrimmages of some sort versus to-be-determined teams, and uh, the 11th and 15th show as closed door, and the 18th shows as more details to come. It's interesting that they're looking to play the 18th, because then they have the first game of the season on the 25th. So I'm not sure how too close I'd be pushing a, a match or a scrimmage or anything like that to that opening kickoff date. But, hey, that's just me. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty much the rundown for the preseason schedule, my man. All right. Now we have to do the other uh, season schedule. So um,
0: kicking off, start uh, February 25th. February 25th. It feels like it's been a long off season because they finished early for the World Cup, right? Um, but, you know, hey, <laughs> if – i know things change quickly in the mls but just looking at our first three opponents here man we're montreal philly new york city they're throwing us to the wolves right here it's uh season schedules out baby uh february 25th is when we're gonna get it cracking um uh, it's gonna be a fun fun time friendly reminder if you don't have apple tv go ahead and buy apple tv or apple plus i don't even know i don't have it yet i'm gonna buy it as well but uh yeah, I mean it's coming. What what day is it now? I don't even know. Time is a construct. I haven't I've slept like eight hours in four days, probably. It's the 13th. So about 42 days. Something like that. Then we're going, buddy. When are you coming down, man?
1: Uh currently, as it stands, you know, it depends on uh, depends on Riley's schedule and my work schedule, but I am going to be baptized in the Orlando Inter Miami rivalry. It will be my first rivalry game. I'm uh, looking to coming down the 20th. So we will. Uh, that, that's going to be the annual Thanfest. If you're looking to join up, we'll have more details posted. And May by details, 20th. I mean, huh? May 20th. So I said May 20th. Sorry, I said the
0: 20th. Just want to let. I just want to let everyone know they want to get a chance to see the absolute unit himself.
1: Oh, not so much anymore. But I appreciate it. Uh, So yeah, May twentieth. It's looking like that. I mean, depending on logistics, how much I've got going on up here. Uh, If not, you know, I did. I think I want to come down for the Austin game, which is the first, which is generally when I come down around that time, anyways. So uh, it's going to be an interesting gauntlet because around then is all the East Coast games. I tend to hit up Red Bull, NYCFC, DC Union, the whole nine yards. So. All
0: right, uh, yes, sir. And fun notable is to round out this season in October: Chicago, Cincinnati, Charlotte. Hey, hey, hey! hey. It's a pretty friendly schedule to finish out the season. Hopefully, we'll be locked in well before them. Uh, a little too early. We'll we'll do our predictions on the next show. We're going to do over-unders again. We're going to send it out to all the people that will be joining the IMPC universe with their content that they're sharing with you guys as well. So we will have that so everyone can hold us accountable, so everyone can make fun of me for being so high on Rodolfo Pizarro, or so I can uh, feel once again elated that I am somewhat semi, maybe not even semi-intelligent, but maybe I get once every right, every once in a while. Get right every once in a while. There we go. Other news, buddy.
1: Who joined Brentford? The bees, B squad. Romeo Beckham is joining Brentford's B team on that I a, a deal. I was actually kind of shocked about. I was kind of surprised. I mean, yes, daddy, daddy Beck's there probably wants him to get a little more uh, experience playing a little higher caliber level, but. He was really gelling with the team at Inter Miami too, and he was re- really well liked across the board. Uh, he did lead Inter Miami two with ten assists last year, so um, maybe. I mean, I, I I can't sit here and say I'm in the mind of David Beckham, <laughs> but maybe he's looking to try and get him toughened up and get him a little more, higher level experience. Like I said, to get him ready for the MLS. I mean, maybe he's trying to get him away from the team. I don't know. He's it was, gonna, he can have the opportunity to, like,
0: touch Ivan Tony. Why would you want to do that? Because Ivan Tony is one of the best strikers in the league, in the EPL. And you're going to have the opportunity to just see that man in his presence.
1: I mean, okay.
0: Statistically speaking, he's top three, okay? Don't want to hear it. Anyway, we'll see what happens. I saw a lot of chatter online coming from the Brits on the Mirror or some... Whatever those really <laughs> horribly inaccurate Mom. media outlets the UK has. It is wild. You thought the United States media outlets were stupid, and they are, but man, the Brits are really going all for it. A lot of people hating on him saying it's only because he's Beckham's son, da 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 making fun of him, making fun of his brother, who is a chef. Shout out Brooklyn. Uh and his, you know, I'm gonna say rare uh pot roast he did that people were saying was um you know, not even cooked, whatever. They don't know the good meats. Brits like to chew leather, I guess. Who knows? Uh, but listen, man, yeah, the guy, his stats back it up for him. He played quite well um, for Inter Miami 2. So best of luck. Go Here, make us, make your father proud. We are open for it. And we did get a new coach for Inter Miami 2, a familiar face, someone. I think most of fan base loves and admires. Who was that, bud? Somebody by the name of,
1: um, oh, what? How do you pronounce it? Federico? Federico Higuain? Rico. There you go. I'm still uh, no. my R's. Sorry. Uh, I'm still working on just being able to pronounce ours. Um, not Pepita, but Pipa. Yes. Uh, no, it's actually a great move by the organization, uh, bringing him in, allowing his uh, expertise to be taught to the kids out of Inner Miami, too, and to a lesser extent, the Inner Miami Academy. Um, oh uh, somebody who, I mean, I don't need to speak for him, well liked he does his, accu- his accolades in the MLS speak for itself. Uh, it's, it's a great move.
0: Fire move. I agree. I agree. Look forward to it gonna be an exciting season for both the first team and Inter Miami too. Um MLS next still gonna be streamed online. Uh, is that correct? Am I correct in that assumption? I do believe uh, MLS so. Snacks, whatever the website is. I, um, I do
1: believe so, but I think they're also keeping a lot close to their vest right now. I so. somebody, somebody was asking about it. I tried looking it up, and it wasn't concrete as to what they were doing.
0: Okay, and look, man, guys, girls. Every, everyone listening, go to a game and go watch Inter-Miami 2. Those are the up-and-coming stars. It's not nearly as packed, much more intimate. Uh, it's cheap. Go have fun. Take the family out there. Buy the kiddos some hot dogs. Every kid loves a hot dog. If they don't, they're not American.
1: Um, and to that point, though, to that point, though, you also have a better chance of rubbing shoulders with some of the uh, first-team guys. Bex has definitely made a few appearances in the Inter-Miami yep. 2 games. Yep. Uh, it's and, and it is quality footy it It is is quality footy so uh you're not sure you want to come out to Inter miami game so be it go check out Inter miami too it's a great time and uh got some great up-and-coming players yep
0: and get apple plus man reach out to your family see who see who in your family already owns apple plus apple lets you add up to six people in a family plan I, already, I The only thing I still leech off my parents for is Apple Music, baby. And thank God, my brother-in-law, shout out my sister for marrying a, a king. He's got an Apple Plus subscription, so I'll be jacking that from him. Uh, you know, I give him the Disney. He gives me the Apple Plus. Boom. You don't want to miss any of this. It's all one game. No more blackouts. No more of that stuff. If I'm out of the country doing sketchy things in South America, <laughs> like I love to do every year, I'll still be able to watch the games, which I am very much uh, looking forward to. To that wraps it up. I'm sure we butchered some stuff. I'm sure we might have been inaccurate, but hey, we're getting the rust off. We're back, baby. It feels good. It feels so damn good to be back. Thank you for uh, allowing us back into your AirPods, your headphones, your your car on the way to work, your speaker at home, whatever it is. We love you guys. We really do. Happy to be back. Before we sign off, as always, Dan. Got anything you want to
1: share? no no nope. all right. no I'm, i do i am on that last leg of 24 hours being up straight so no i have nothing else to add except for <laughs> thank you la familia thank you for everybody who supports us uh you know reaches out to us on social media blows us up uh tells us that we're wrong about our our uh our sources tells us that we're right loves what we're doing you know we're here for you we do this for you guys nobody else we don't do it for our health clearly so <laughs> uh <laughs> don't we worry. are two
0: very sleep deprived dads but yes uh, we but, do it uh, for the community it's always for the community uh, and as we end every single episode Bamo
1: miami Bamo miami
0: cheers everyone we'll see you soon